friends. So like friendship is like a theme of their distillery, which is pretty cool. Cause I think of like the water boy, you know, like, thank you all for being my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to episode 126 of The Mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're going to hear all week long. We're your hosts, Anthony, Kenny, and Steven. Hello, sirs. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Not as good as Anthony, but I'm good. <laughs> that asparagus well, you ate tonight, huh? I'm just so excited that Steven has come back. He's gracing us with his presence, so I'm just, I'm giggly again, you know? It just happens. Yeah, you know, I was in the neighborhood. Yeah, I had to, you know. dropped on by from uh, from Colorado. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where you're at, right? You're out there, and mm-hmm. uh, there. Are you in a desert? Where Where are you at out there? Is in it a like, city? In a city? <laughs> yeah. It's not a desert. Okay. No, very foggy right. city. Yeah. yeah, it's very foggy. City. Very foggy. Well, I had Kenny. We were speculating on where we were actually at because it's parts unknown. But we're, you know, it's nice to have you back. Well, thanks. I mean, you know, drop in, you drop out. You know, I'm glad not to do the intro again, though, for sure. Oh, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit. Do the hokey pokey. When, <laughs> when are we going to get you doing the intro, Kenny? Hello. <laughs> and welcome to the Worst Bourbon Podcast. We've been listening to all week long. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. But no, man. Uh, so being that you were traveling for so uh, so long there and we were holding down the fort, do you have any fun things you'd like to tell us about from your, your travels out west? I do. Okay. All right. Um so my, my wife and one of my, and my son came out to visit oh, me nice. the last week and I was there. A little family time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I took them sightseeing while they were out there. So mm-hmm. we went south of where I was staying and then we're going to end up at Red Rocks Amphitheater okay. Okay. just to go check it out because, you know, of course, you're there, you might as well see it. Well, it ended up being a, a Saturday and there was a concert that night. Oh. So, of course, they closed it down to get ready for the concert. <laughs> so on the way to where we're going, we ended up just buying tickets not really caring or knowing what it was <laughs> and just, just to go experience because you know what was it was it like nine inch nails or something <laughs> everyone you know says you know red rocks amphitheater is a great place to go great venue to go see a concert right so we'll go, we'll go experience it that's cool so it started at six and um <laughs> so i haven't told you the band yet <laughs> oh god so wait you got your son now i have my nine-year-old son and your wife and my wife and me Oh, God. We're going to a group called uh, Big Gigantic. <laughs> Do you know Sorry. who they are? I don't know who they are. I have not heard of them either. Okay, we'll, we'll, just Big Gigantic's already got me a little bit. We'll, we'll save, we'll save the genre of music for a second. Okay. I heard, I've heard of them. Like I listen to that kind of genre when I work. What is it? House music? So, so we, we, <laughs> so we talk. <laughs> and... Um, I'm already regretting buying these tickets. But why? <laughs> okay, so it is EDM music. Oh, okay. All right. So we were close. We were close um, there. We were in Colorado mm-hmm. at Red Rocks. So are you saying that there may have been drug use there? <laughs> With a nine-year-old. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Already. Do you have we, to cover your, his, his ears and his eyes and everything? <laughs> so we park, and already it's very earthy smelling. Okay. Uh, there were people tailgating, which I didn't really care. Um, people going car to car selling things uh-huh. and a lot of uh, scandalous clothing already being <laughs> displayed. 
And I have a nine-year-old. <laughs> this is so. <laughs> just look I'm at just, Kenny's face over here. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. <laughs> Nine's a new 15. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we sit there for a while, and my wife's like, all right, if it gets bad, we'll leave. Because yeah. I'm like super nervous. I'm just worried about him, the exposure yeah. that's going to happen and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at what time sunset is. <laughs> so sunset was at 6.44, and it was like 6.30 at this point. And so finally we're like, all right, we got 14 minutes, 14 minutes, 14 minutes, 14 minutes. At this point, we're like, we've been sitting in the car already like 20 minutes. So we're like, we got to go. All right, we're going to start. So we start the walk of shame. Okay. We get the security. No one's bothering us. And so we're in at this point. Yeah. You know, we hear there are three opening acts before Big Gigantic hits the stage. <laughs> Big Gigantic. <laughs> and... um so we, we start re- rename the podcast Big Gigantic <laughs> Bourbon. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so I uh, I have to use the restroom. Ah. So I have my first unisex bathroom experience in Colorado. Oh, which is basically a gigantic room with a bunch of full size doors for each stall. Okay, and they can lock, and everyone just uses a communal uh, sink. Oh, nice. And okay. so that's what. That was that. <laughs> Did you get offered anything illicit in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> but while I, but while I was out there or in in there, like someone came up to my son and offered him something, a brownie, right? And my wife was already like heightened at this point, and yeah. she's like, "No!" and like swats it away. <laughs> oh no! And, and he looks at my wife and said, "That was a paramedic trying to give me like a rubber duck." Oh. <laughs> Oh, are you serious? And she, and, and, and she was before she realized the guy was already gone. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy cow! So, so Jeez. we get our popcorn and we get our beer, and it's general mission. Yeah. So we need to go find a seat. So we get we because you enter Red Rocks. I think you can enter from the bottom or the top. Yeah. So we come in from the bottom. I think that's kind of the main way to go in there. So we sit about a quarter of the way up on the right side of the stage, right. and it slowly starts. People start coming in. And so we had this almost, I'm not going to joke, we had a family come sit next to us, like a 20 year old and his like parents. And so I were was they, talking to the dad. Were they fully clothed? <laughs> <laughs> and so he was nice. And then we had nice people sit next to us. So we didn't have a bad like sitting location experience at all. Okay. In my, during the entire night, I saw three other children. Uh-huh. So it kind of made me feel not, not like, okay, but I guess there were other kids there. Your dad of the year, man. Come on. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> So we tried staying as long as we could with him. He was playing on the phone the entire time. And then near the end, he had his ears covered because he didn't want to hear the the house music going on. But (laughs) it was everything you would imagine it being. Well, see, you're over here like with the party um, at Red Rocks and taking your son there. He'll probably remember that the rest of his life. That was his first concert, too. Exactly. (laughs) At Red Rocks. (laughs) What was your first concert, Kenny? Do you remember your first concert? Oh, man. Um, I'm not a big concert guy. I know I went to the Dixie Chicks with my wife. That might have been my first one. Really? Um, with your much? wife, and that was your first one? I'm sure, I went to, I'm sure I went to one in junior high or high school, I'm sure, but I don't remember. Yeah. It's not a big concert guy. I like music. I just don't, you know. I remember being drugged. Um, I was young, and I, I had no say in this, but I, ended up, I think my first concert was a Millie Vanilli concert. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's a treasured memory <laughs> since they're no longer was around. Was it real? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were singing and stuff. I think mine was actually the Beach Boys or Three Dog Night. 
Oh, so, you know what? Yeah. No. I've seen what? the Beach Boys, and I'm wondering now, was that my first one or, or Millie Vanilla? Oh, man. I know my first one. When they were the first yeah. song. I know my first one. Well, I remember. What was it? Conway Twitty. I went to oh, Twitty City. No. <laughs> yes, I did. Skin tight jeans. <laughs> oh, yes. My mom. Yeah, I remember that. And I was a little kid. That's right. Yeah. I went to Twitty City. Little Conway Twitty. Oh, I my, my first Conway City. Whoa. I remember that. I feel like my experience is pretty tame compared to that then. Oh, there you go, well, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was. I Did she get mom in the ears? I was, nine, I was a nine-year-old, and who know what I said? No, I don't. I don't actually remember it, remember it, but I know I went. So. There you go. Not wrong with that. So it's good to be back, and now uh, we need to catch up more with our reviews. Absolutely. So we had another five-star review come in to us, um, and this was from screen name Schwarz. The title of the review is, I might be the only woman who listens to this podcast. <laughs> Well, you know what's amazing about that? It's like, you know, I hope we have more female listeners. But well, my mom listens. Oh, yeah, there's there you two. go. There's two, right? So this reviewer says, after the birth of my first child in 2022, I found myself a mostly stay-at-home mom looking for new hobbies that would engage my brain. My husband and I had always enjoyed bourbon, but after hitting up our local bourbon fest, I decided to take a deeper dive into America's spirit. I quickly found your podcast, beginning with the episode comparing Jim Beam and Jack Daniels, a.k.a. which bourbon-flavored water is more tolerable. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And was instantly hooked by the humor and the knowledge. I learned so much and have especially appreciated Kenny's explanation of how to nose and taste. Keep it up. Sarah from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Well, Kenny, thank you, Sarah. I appreciate you. those kind words. <laughs> Kenny with the ladies. I'm just saying that because his wife is listens to the podcast too. So, so there's at least three women. There's three. three women. So that's that's a fun thing. So I can say yeah. that. But Sarah, we really appreciate you listening because uh, especially because you started with that Jim Beam and Jack Daniels episode. That's that was still one. and still continued. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still continued. It's good stuff. <laughs> that was the that was one you cooked up, right? That was yeah. a steel. That was, was, a, that was a work in progress. That was a work in progress, and we actually had to really wrench Michael to get him back on the podcast yeah. for that. So yeah good good job if you'd like a shout out just leave us a review on apple podcast the next time i record we will give you a shout out gentlemen in front of me is a very nice looking bottle this evening it is a remnants of one other bottle we'll get to but for this week we have a bottle of 13 colony double oaked bourbon whiskey oh yeah so we got the 13th colony double oaked bourbon whiskey from the 13th colony distillery in is it americus georgia is that how you pronounce that? Anyway, bottle date is 2023. ABV is 68.4. The proof is 136.8. This is, uh, you know, I couldn't find age statement. Kenny, can you help me out here? I know that you were, we were talking beforehand. You are saying you had some some age maybe? Yeah. Here? Um, it was actually 10 years old. Oh, wow. Um, last year's was nine years. Uh, okay. This one is 10. Uh, what's interesting is it is double oaked. Yes. Between like two and a half and three and a half years. Holy cow. So, wow. hence the motor oil. Darkness, yeah. I guess. Yeah, we'll get to that it, it looks dark. Think about most double oaks. It's not that long. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a 10-year-old uh, with at least being two and a half to three and a half in the second barrel. That's awesome. And the mash bill on this guy is 70% corn, 21% rye, and 9% malted barley. And the MSRP, we think it was around one hundred sixty dollars, one hundred sixty to one hundred seventy, I believe. But most places are selling it for yeah, two hundred or so. And it's worth noting that it was available on one of our sponsors, BourbonOutfitter.com, dot com, but it sold out. It sold out <laughs> pretty quickly. It was on Sealbox, dude. Yeah. It's sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Use keyword the mashup. <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. So 
like last year was the first release for that. The, in the 2022 release, had 1,848 bottles in the batch. Okay. Clocked at 135.3 proof, but it was a Georgia-only release. Oh, wow. With an $80 retail. Dang, $80. Wait, only. last year was 80 Last year was 80 and, and 1,848 bottles. Okay. This year is 3,216 bottles. And uh, this year is Georgia, Tennessee, Texas, Arkansas, and then Silbach and Bourbon Outfitter. Dang. So they almost doubled their production, but they all most they also oh, doubled, doubled their, their price. MSRP, yeah. Dang. And they almost included Kentucky. Come they on, almost, include yeah. Kentucky yeah. next time. <laughs> but it won so many. I mean, it, it actually won a lot of awards um, last year. So, I mean, I guess that's why they, I mean, they got to follow the money, right? They had, cool. a, they had a hit and they got to try to capitalize on it. I would, and I would say, um, going and talking about this bottle, um, what does that look like, gentlemen? It looks like something I've seen before. Happy oh, birthday to you. <laughs> there uh. it is. Yeah, it is happy birthday. <laughs> it looks like a birthday bourbon with a uh, short, it's not quite the same looking glass. I don't think we have a birthday bourbon here to compare it to, but it's a, it's birthday a longer bourbon. neck. Longer neck and Way a longer neck. squatty. Yeah, squatty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way short to put stout. it. Short and stout. It almost looks like a, it could be a label for a coffee. And I don't know if that's because the liquid's so dark, mm. but it's like that got the cream and black with the stars on it and everything. It's just. And the color is a, basically an uh, annual stout release. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> looks a little bit like that might be that container you put beneath your car when you pull the oil plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kenny, I've heard you say motor oil dark in previous episodes. This is the epitome this of is motor oil 100%. dark. Yeah, yeah. This is a motor oil dark for sure. Yeah. But, uh, Faux show. It's a, it's an attractive bottle. I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, earlier tonight, I was going to call my boy Alves just to double check on some of the age statements, and uh, I called him, answered the phone, hello, and I was like, that doesn't sound like Alves. Uh oh. And uh, I was like, is this Dan? So it was actually Dan from Bourbon Junkies that answered the phone. <laughs> That's he, funny. He saw me calling. So there you go. Um, they love it. I watched their review on it a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and they gave it a much higher they were more excited about that bottle than minnick was about seller so i am really i'm interested to wow. see how how i like this um i did they actually liked last year's as well mm-hmm. uh, it was one of their top three to five bourbons last year i didn't like last year's it was way too tannic for me okay so i'm interested to see how this one is Very, but now this is one year older so we'll see right and you know what's interesting about 13th colony so I remember telling Stephen this. So the first year we were doing a podcast, 2020, when I went down to South Carolina, we always go to this little sleepy, nice touristy town um, upscale called Palmetto Bluff. And so Boundary Bottle Shop in Palmetto Bluff had a store pick of 13th Colony. <laughs> and it was a French oaked, I think it was only two to three year old bourbon. And they said they had had it for years. They said years? it had sat there. They said it, oh, yeah. No, they said it sat there for at least two or three years. It had dust on it. So I bought it, took a flyer on it, and I have said in the past I really like heavy French oak. It was heavy French oak. So you could tell it was young bourbon, but it actually the the heavy French oak made it palatable. Yeah. And I liked it so much that the next year when I went back in 2021, they still had that pick. That's crazy. You know why they still had it, though? Because this hadn't been released yet. Gotcha. So I got another one of them, drank another one of them, and then once this was released... I called down there and said, hey, do you have any of store pick left? Just because I knew people were going to buy them up because of the yeah. name. 
And he said, no, some guy came in and bought all of them. <laughs> so, wow. So even though it wasn't an amazing bourbon, it was like 40 or 50 bucks because yeah. of this product being released. Yeah, they sold They out. sold all their product out yeah. because people were like, oh, this is old. It's not made anymore. And I don't think it was. I think it was like one of their really early releases. I think they sourced it from somewhere. You know what? You know what else that reminds me of then? What's that? Old Carter. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, Old Carter uh, straight bourbon batches one through three mm-hmm. are George Dickel juice. Okay. And they just sat there forever. Nothing. That's true. People didn't buy that stuff. Old the Carter first American. We, we, we don't like Dickel too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. like Dickel too much. Yeah. It's that centrum coating. One of them great memories when I brought that bottle of 13-year-old Dickel to your house before we even had a podcast and you and Michael were like, I'm going to kill somebody. I'm not drinking this. Yeah. <laughs> they did not like it. Flintstone anyway, vitamin. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. No, it is. But um, Old Carter American Whiskey Batch 4, um, which one through three are amazing. But once that straight bourbon, I think it was bourbon five, won like Whiskey of the Year or, or like some famous or well-known YouTube guy gave it like the best. All of a sudden, every Old Carter just spiked. People were paying 450 500 bucks for this Dickel juice that had been sitting on the shelves forever. Yeah, my goodness. So, Kind of a similar thing there with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all the old 13th Colony that wasn't selling sitting everywhere got bought up because of this. So even with that being the case, 13th Colony's been around a long time. Did you realize that? 2009, man. 2009. And so in 2009, they they tout that on their website that they're the oldest um, distillery in, in Georgia. Since Prohibition. Since, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is freaking crazy because I don't know. I don't think of Georgia as a big bourbon producer and stuff like that. But of course... Uh, we don't have our history folks with us tonight, but 13th Colony is a reference to Georgia, Georgia. being the province of Georgia, the 13th original right. colony. Um, do you know your history better than I do? I don't know. It depends on what you're going to history well, me on. I don't know anything about it, so no. I just thought. But anyway, yeah, it's interesting that they've been around um, quite no, a long they time. They very mean to cats. Wild cats. <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah. We got we got such a beatdown. We played Dude, Georgia. It was so God. horrible. So did you, horrible. How long did you watch? Be honest, both of you. Fortune. Oh, you go ahead first if you want. Uh, I watched almost all the first half, and then I watched a lot of the second half. Really? Yeah. Oh, my god. I was goodness. in a cabin with family. Yeah. And so, like, I would watch it, and then on commercial, I'd go outside because everyone was outside. And yeah. I'd come back in and watch it. So I was kind of going in and out. Were you holding out hope that, that we were actually going to do something? Because after, like, the initial first, I think it was... 21-0. Yeah, well, 21-0, but all the dumb penalties, too. Like, oh, the, yeah. the guy diving on the other guy, then the missed open. The hit, yeah. How many times Devin Leary's going to miss open receivers? Mm-hmm. I was just like, I got disgusted and shut it off by halftime. I was done for it. I'm not a good Cats fan, I guess. Nah, I'm, I'm nah, you kidding. I was watching it for the pain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was at my 30th class reunion. Oh, yeah. So I would just glance up at the TV two minutes, you know, 30 seconds, one minute, two minute, then mingle and talk and do this. So I watched little chunks of the whole game but not i'd say game clock or game time wise i don't know maybe only like seven minutes eight minutes probably so what was your graduating graduating class size nights uh class size i think we had probably 300 350 and so at 30 years how many people are coming to it now unfortunately this one doesn't post not many people we did a reunion for the 25th year uh everybody on our little facebook page wanted to do one so we did it pretty decent turnout maybe like 75 classmates signed up uh then everyone on the same facebook page were like hey we gotta do a 30th gotta do a 30th gotta do a 30th i would say classmates plus spouses yeah we only had like 55 sign up okay wow yeah, okay. it's not a lot it wasn't it wasn't good well, i think we i think fun I had time my, though but yeah it, for people that were there fun time but it, it wasn't good i think i had a 10th anniversary i don't know if there's been any more 
Yeah. 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 We had a 10th and it wasn't even that well attended. So I think getting 30 or 50 or so from that many 30 years out is good because I think we only had close to maybe a hundred for my 10th and I didn't make it to the other one. So (laughs) I'm like, God, what do you mean the other one? The 20, we're we're at 20, right? (laughs) I guess. Yeah. My God. Yeah. We were past 20. God, what happened to time anyway? That's why we got bourbon. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So on this, you guys have poured yours. Um, if you can do me a favor. Oh, of course, sir. What, what do you what do you need over there, sir, Kenny? So I did not enjoy last year's, at least, you know, the two different times that I blinded it or tried it. Okay. I would like for you to pour me some of last year's. Okay. Some of this year's. And that Rebecca Creek Spanish Double Oak. Oh, the, those and famous those Rebecca three. Creek Spanish Double Oak. There, those are fire for the money. Okay. So I, if you can pour me those blind, I would appreciate that. All right. I'm cue close the, my eyes. Cue the Jeopardy music. We're going to pour Kenny here. Um, and just so you guys know, when we're setting this up and we're pouring Kenny blind, you know, you come over here, you don't know what to expect. The next thing you know, he's got like these vials everywhere. You know, this one contains this, this one contains that. I can't even keep track of all this stuff. Do you keep track of it, Steve? <laughs> no. Do you want to pour this blind? Sure. <laughs> I can I can be the one that catalogs it. But you remember, you got to yeah, pour him. Uh, sure keep the order right. Yeah, you got to keep the order right. Hold on, Kenny. We only got one so far. Yeah, we only got one. We're keep slow over here. Keep them straight over there. I don't know. <laughs> all right, Kenny. Oh, yeah. Macho man, macho man. No, so, I, just, I mean, part of the reason why I'm blinding it, number one, like, I mean, it truly, you just, we're if you not blind, you just, it, your subconscious, oh, this is rare, it's allocated, this is that, it plays into it. But for me, um, I want to blind it to see if I really want to go grab a bottle because, I mean, they're rolling 500 secondary. And right. if it's King of King, Kentucky-esque, if it's Coyle-esque, then it might be worth grabbing one as a backup or one or something, you know? Absolutely. Um, but if it doesn't finish great, or at least I try it and it might finish a little bit better yep. than the Rebecca Creek. I know I'd rather have my $100 Rebecca Creek than spend, you know, 500 on a bottle. Well, you know what I think's fun about this is the fact that you're blinding and we're just going to give you whatever we're nosing on ours and give you the tasting, right? And that sounds like mm-hmm. we can do both. We can do both at once. Yeah. We can have Kenny on a blind and Steve oh, and I no, can yeah, do yeah, Definitely. Good. That's perfect. Let's get random notes from Kenny. Oh, I smell. All right. Let's do some notes. Let's go. Man. All right. One thing right off the bat. So this is 136.8. Right. There is no ethanol. Yeah, it's very uh, You would have you have to go dive deep to get to it. I'm getting like a deep deep uh seasoned chars um French toast. Syrup French toast. Little syrup. Toasted marshmallow. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know what, to be honest with you, I know I don't have the descriptors here in front of me, but this is nosing to me like one of the first great premium bourbons I ever tried in my life, which was a 2012 George T. Stag. I got a pour, no, 2014, I think it was, George T. Stag. I got a pour of that on New Year's when it was reasonable at a bar, I think 15 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is amazing. And that's kind of what this is nosing like, which yeah, is really nice. kind of crazy rich. to say that. Rich, nice very rich. rich. The official tasting notes. Well, nosing notes. Give me nosing notes. Oh, they don't have that. They don't have a nose? So I will wait on that. Yeah, you got to wait. You got to wait on that okay. one for us because we got to see if we get any of them right. Right. You know what's crazy too? This is like not only is the oak very rich and very seasoned and very charry and nice, but there's almost like it's almost has like dark fruit and meats. Is there any meat in here? Like a charred meat? Oh my gosh. It's very nice. You're going to get an aged steak in there? Aged steak, some candied, uh, I don't know, 
candied bacons or something. You know how they put the bacon in the glass with like an old fashioned? Mm. You say bacon in the glass, you know what I think of, right? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think of it? OBC. Bacon be- in the glass. Be- oh, yeah, bacon in the glass. No, the peanut got, butter sauce. Yeah. Gosh, thank I've you. got bacon in the glass at uh, at Carson's too. Um, one time they shorted me my bacon at Carson's on a, on an old fashioned or something. And the guy was like, I was like, there's no bacon on this. He's like, well, hold on a second. You don't have any bacon? We can't have that. He comes back with like four slices of bacon. And like shoves him in the drink, and I'm like, uh, you know, he thought he was having fun. He's like, is that enough bacon for you? And I'm like, damn, I'm gonna be in for trouble here. But yeah, it reminds me of that kind of feel to it. But nice, very nice. Anything else you're picking up? No, you got a lot of it. Dark fruits. Yeah. So, Kenny, what are you doing over there with your blind, sir? Um, nosing first, right? Um, the nose. So far, I think I am far right. I think it's my favorite nose. Okay. Um, nosing first, and then I've already sipped. The far right in the center, and now I'm going to sip the far left. Okay. So, did you know when they began making this bourbon, they they this is a family, a group of friends and families and friends of families and whatever you want to talk about. And they said they were making holiday gifts for their loved ones. So they were like making I don't know small batches or sourcing or whatever they were doing. And then they said, "Well, if everybody loves what we're doing, why don't we make this for everybody? Everybody can be our friends." So, like, friendship is like a theme of their distillery, which is pretty cool because I think of like the water boy, you know, like, "Thank you all for being my friends." <laughs> so, oh my gosh! <laughs> what Adam Sandler would think about Adam Sandler? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. egotistical. So, so they're very, fa- they're very, <laughs> they're very family friendly. That's a weird thing because most people what will. will and the holidays would like make candy for people. Right. Or like, I guess some sort of food. Um, they're making spirits. I know we got to hang out. We got <laughs> to hang out with these people. They, they really need some like lead time with that. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, I'm like, come on, you gotta, you know, if you're going to be distilling or whatever, but, um, the other thing that's crazy, and I may have already mentioned this and I'm not sure, but when I bought that one back in the day, that was like, it was just a sour mash. It was like a sour mash whiskey aged in French Oak. I think I could be completely wrong, but I thought that bottle said that that juice was from Wyoming or Wisconsin or something. And I'm like, who the hell's making bourbon in Wyoming or Wisconsin? I can't remember. Maybe is that Driftless or somebody? Who the heck would have been making juice up there? I don't. Well, Driftless Glen's out that way, but that one stuff is absolutely disgusting that J Hob has. And I can't remember if they're. They're from around that area. Yeah. It's got like 321 on the bottle or some kind of number on the bottle. 291? Yeah. Maybe it's 291. Yeah, we, we, we had a set. We, we oh, did that was Colorado. Yeah. And that was... Um, was, Col- was that Colorado? Yeah. And that, no, was, that was awful. Yeah. It was that disgusting. Had, had a lot of like cypress wood. And I had... Uh, they, yeah. they had three different ones at J-Hop. Yeah. I don't know if it was like single barrel, barrel, barrel. Right. I tried all three of them. They're nasty. Negative. Yeah. No, we... <laughs> it's a bad memory for us. That yeah. was what... Was that the that's second? That, yeah. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Second or third... Uh, time that somebody sent us a bottle i think that was nice bottles full bottles sent us nice bottles all kinds of samples and they left cases at jayhawk oh you really oh my goodness well i don't well say case i take it back they left there's at least a case case and a half i saw there yeah i don't there i don't know if jab ended up buying some or what but there's still bottles on the shelf there. oh my goodness yeah well i recently saw it in the clearance section at uh, my (laughs) local kroger so yeah it it didn't move in a lot of places. I mean, no disrespect. I guess it is disrespect, but this whatever that was, it didn't move. So I don't think it came from there, but I'm not sure. But this is definitely different. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we go for our first taste? Sounds good. You and I are behind. I'm Kenny's already tasting over there. So the, my one in the center, I get I get like a French toast on it for real. Mm. Damn syrupy. Wow, that's good. 
It's it's warm. Finish alert. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. That thing's going. That's gonna hug. And it's getting hug. stronger. Yeah. <laughs> that was I was not prepared for that. That was not. I literally went, was not prepared went for smooth. that. Smooth. But all of a sudden that hug just started getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Yeah. It really did. Holy cow. That's uh that's pretty special there. I mean, I'm trying to figure out the predominant flavor, but I think that I've already heard Kenny mention it a couple times. I think it's got like a syrupy, syrupy flavor yeah. to it. I mean, look at look just look at the juice. I know. <laughs> Do you think they put syrup in the barrels? <laughs> syrup. Syrup. Good times. What? There you go. Sipping on some scissor. <laughs> so I, can't believe, I can't, so can't believe people pay for those, man. Oh, yeah. It's I know. good times. Well, hey. What, what good times and how much are you paying? So uh, there's a lot of different pit groups. There's different things going on. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I just caught, I just caught up now. <laughs> He's slow. <laughs> it's oh, it's Waterboy over there. <laughs> You guys always get me. I get all intense over here, <laughs> then I get lost in the moment. Next thing you know, I don't even know what's going on. So you got me again. That's nice. It's really but nice. Even the proof. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad to know that the nosing it was not hot and drinking it is going down nice for as strong as it is. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see there's something there because you you just want something there. Mm-hmm. But that's a nice solid drink. That is. It's heavy. Um, wow. That's a heavy like. It's like a berry char frosting maple like myriad of greatness and then the back end spice is i don't even know how to explain it it's like just pleasant it's like a very nice is there like a potpourri in the back end yeah, like a potpourri like spicy yeah baking weird weird nice i don't well, know what that i mean is. it's good to know there's lots there yeah a ton a lot to dissect here yeah i mean what did you say i mean uh, before we get to pass drive by here in a little bit like what did you say this thing's going for secondary right now uh, five fifteen to five twenty consistently. Holy! Now they're like six six fifty. You know, when they first hit, and I mean, some people snatched them up because they're afraid they couldn't get them. Blah 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 blah. Right. But they're consistently going for five fifteen. <clears throat> I mean, I hate secondary prices, but right. I mean, for five hundred compared to like some other stuff that's a grand. Right. On secondary, this probably has a lot of stuff beat. Well, yeah. I mean, I I always say it. I've said it a thousand times, and I'll say it again right now just to remind people. I feel like the reason you need to pay attention to secondary markets is because they usually aren't false in a sense that it's not like people are out there paying a lot of money for whiskey that's not good. Unless. Except. Unless. It is Buffalo Trace. (laughs) I knew exactly what you were going to say. I knew exactly what you were going to say. Prime example. Okay. With Bourbon Junkies talking about that. Right. They're like, they even pulled out the 2022 GTS. Right. And drink it next to that, and they're like, no comparison. You know, this crushes 2022 GTS. Really? So it's one of those things, and that's why I'm wanting to blind it tonight. And what was that going for secondary? They're a thousand. That's what, okay, thousand. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's like one of those things. It's like George T. Stagg, and it, but this at half the price on secondary is still one of those bottles. And that, and they even in their in their video said the exact same thing. Like, this is a bottle that you treat like it's BTAC. Yeah. That when you right. have like somebody over, right. And you're wanting to like share something special, they're like, share this. And this was fun because no one's going to hear this. Yeah. And, and you can like, you know, versus like a BTAC, most bourbon people have heard those. Right. But you pull this out with the with the presentation of the bottle absolutely and the darkness of it and then you know yeah the proof absolutely and then the flavors well i think that strikes i hadn't watched what junkies did but it does strike me as being somewhere between king of kentucky and george d stag in terms of where my profile's at for the flavor which is freaking crazy to say that because i'm not gonna lie Going back to what I was saying about secondary, when I saw these things selling, the first batch selling for 400 and some, I laughed. I was like, people are crazy. Because the only thing I had to compare it to was what I had tried from them early on. 
And I was like, there's no way this whiskey can be that good. Mm-hmm. And here I am tonight, foot in mouth, eating my words. This is really good. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know. You don't know. You we know don't, that's true. You don't know. I, I don't guess know Kenny now. will know here after. I'll know shortly. Because I'm going to, we got to follow up with Kenny about last year's versus this year's. I know. And which he prefers once we figure out which is which. Yeah. The back end of this show is going to be the Kenny Mills show. Yeah. <laughs> Leave my back end up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've got my third place nailed here. So third place, and I'm a last place. Okay. I'm saying, well, I don't know what it is, but I know which glass it is. Okay. Um, but before I f- hit back on the other two to f- first and second place, when I called earlier and talking to Alves, yes, him and the Bourbon Junkies, uh-huh. um, we're down at 13th Colonies. What right now? Uh, right now they're at uh, Backbone. Okay. Some Backbone picks. Yeah. I think they were there yesterday. Or, yeah. or last week or whatever what horrible time might have been last week okay but all i can say is holy crap just wait why what's going on so this is a 10-year double oaked right and i'm assuming the one that i picked last place is last year's don't know yet we'll find out but double oak can be tannic especially if it's older like that or they double oaked for longer well bourbon outfitter right has ryan just picked it and it'll be out i don't know when to come out but soon a 10-year also that's not double oaked. Okay. 137 proof. Okay. Whoa. So this is a 10-year double oaked at 136.8. He has a 10-year 137 proof coming. Really? He said it's really the same color as this, even though it's not double oaked. Mm-hmm. So it should be like that minus some of the tannins. Tan, and, yeah. Yeah. And then bourbon junkies. So if you're not a bourbon junkie, uh, what do they call it when you pay? Patreon or Patri- something? Patriot? <laughs> Thirteenth Colonies Patriot. Not if you. I mean, I don't know anything about that. I'm not a Patreon or anything. Yeah, um, yeah. But they picked a rye, a ninety-five-five rye, nine-year. Holy mackerel! One forty-three proof has what? made. Wow. Is that going to be on Bourbon Outfitters? Uh, no, uh, that's a Bourbon Junkie pick, so it should just go to their people only. Okay. So, um, okay. but yeah, so that's two exciting picks coming out of Thirteenth Colonies coming up pretty soon, man. Well, the Bourbon Outfitter one, we better uh, get a bottle of. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. If you know a guy. <laughs> like with Alves and the Bourbon Junkies, both. I mean, they got really good palates. So it's gonna, those are going to be some banger picks, yeah. man. Yeah. Banger oh. picks. Use Cole the mashup. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. Um, I actually was able to score a 13th Colonies on Bourbon Outfitter. Okay. He used our discount as well. So oh, you did. Yes, oh, did. nice. How about that? See, we practice what we preach here on yeah. the mashup. There you go. Good. Um, all right, so I'm going to go back in. If you guys want to do past trial by, that's cool. Yeah, sure. But I'm going to go in and pick my first and second place. All righty. All right, I'll go first. All right. Uh, we got to have you go first. You're the that, guest of honor that, tonight. You're back, back with a vengeance. Um, even though it's pricey right. at retail, definitely buy. Okay. I have no qualms about it after tasting it and knowing this is in the... Uh, a good bottle price, we'll call it. Yeah. And it's very good. I enjoyed every sip I had of it. I agree 100%. And I would actually say that my laughing at certain things and the fact that I enjoyed the French oak as much as I did back then when nobody cared about it, mm-hmm. this has actually kind of come full circle for me. So when I say people march with their feet and their wallets and their price their price consciousness or lack thereof, this going for 500 bucks makes a lot of sense. And I too would buy it retail and I'm, I'm contemplating secondary, right? It's always tough for me to justify my secondary cost. It's, you know, this versus secondary at George T. Stag. I think I'm going to take this. Oh, half the price. 100% half yeah. the price. So two bottles for one. I actually think it might be a bargain at secondary, which is crazy. <laughs> Shh, hey, bargain at $500. <laughs> Shh. 
<laughs> so Kenny, we're gonna clean sweep over here. We, we like this one, but now I'm interested to see if anything because the stuff you're tasting is probably less in cost. Some of it is, some of it isn't. So if you pick one that's less, then we're gonna buy that and we're gonna cancel what we said. <laughs> mm. Interesting here. Interesting. I'm hoping. Uh, let me get. I think I've got my first place. Oh, all right. I got my order. All right, um, all right. but. I do admit and have admit on this podcast, on definitely on Mostix podcast, um, I'm a sweet whore. I do like sweet in general. Right. I'm a sweeter guy. Um, you are sweet. So however you all, <laughs> however you all pour me is literally my order. So I'm wow. the first place, second place, third place, going from left to right. Oh, wow. like, oh yeah, yeah, no, Don't reveal, don't reveal. <laughs> I like to guess, bro. Oh, oh, here we go. So <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> my guess is my last place. To me, I, I'm hoping or guessing, and if it's not, I'm going to feel really bad. But I think my last place is last year's 13th Double Oak. Okay. I think my second place is this year. I think my first is Rebecca Creek Spanish Oak. We got one of those correct. Did I get the 13th Double Flip? Did I get them flipped? The 13th is flipped. Oh, wow. The 13th is flipped. 13th is flipped. So I picked the this year's you release this last. Right. Mm. Ooh, so this goes to the question wow. is, how does this compare to last year's? <laughs> <laughs> so last year's, which when I had this, um, I had a full two-ounce sample bottle okay. of it, and we drank half of that sample bottle. So this is set here on my table half full for... Six months, yeah. five oh, months. So you think that's mellowed out a little bit? So the tannicness is mellowed, maybe. It is definitely, definitely, definitely. So if you all liked this new one, I'm gonna pour the rest of this last year's in there. Take one little nip on this. So last year's, but it's, like I said, it's been sitting with half full of it. It's a two ounce sample bottle. So one ounce in there, half and one ounce of air. Right. Taste that. Take a sip of that. All right. Here we go. The communion is coming around the table. To me, it's way less tannic than the new one, but the new one's also fresh crack, you know? Oh. See what I'm saying? Wow. Way less tannic, bro. Woo. Dang. I want all of them. Give me all the... Give me all the 13th what, what, colony. What's the proof of last year? 135. So a little, little 135.3 versus 136.8. Okay. It's a little lower. I want to see what you think, though, because I still think I have a, I have a point to make after you try this. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's beautiful, but I personally think that it might be a slight bit hotter, just a tiny that, bit hotter. That's my yeah. It's hotter. I just don't get the tannin. I don't get that draw me up. No, no it's, tannic. It's, it's, it's not like the tannin. It's, like it's, just, the, uh, it's the just a little hotter. Yeah, a little hotter. Yeah, proof, see, proof, uh, even though the proof is lower on that yeah. one, it drinks a little bit hotter than the other. Now one, that's all. it didn't have the hug. No, like this year's. I don't think I had to finish. So it's kind of flipped. But it, it this year is it, it, it started fine. And Which then one's this now? take a nip of this, Anthony. Uh oh, what's this one? You tell me. It's Lot B. Lot B, old fits. That's uh what's the proof of this? That's good. One twenty ish. One twenty two, one twenty three. That's good, but I think it lacks the it's very smooth, but it lacks this it lacks the, the gusto of the others. Yeah, the other ones feel uh hardier. Hardier. It's feel a little, it's feel a little thinner. Like I said, I admit that I am a sweet horse. Yeah. I like that. That one is it's, sweet. It's tasty. That's very good. Yeah. Is that the... That's the 13th one? call. That's the... Uh, Rebecca Creek. That That's Rebecca Creek Ooh. Spanish Double Oak. So that is a $80 retail that even secondary, you can still maybe snag them for one to 110 Really? That's it's it. Good for. Ten bucks. It's good for. I would take that. Yeah. So if you're looking at 500 secondary or you're looking at 120 secondary... 
Hmm. Yeah, that gets a little interesting. But but what I am going to say is, so the standard bearer of double oaked, in my opinion, for the average drinker is, what would you say it is? Woodford, right? Oh, yeah. It's the most accessible accessible to people. It's the why, most ex- why using a vibrator? <laughs> <laughs> here we go again. I, I first come here and there's pearls and bottles, which I don't know where they've been. And now he's getting <laughs> so double oaked um woodford i know you've lost your train of thought now um but that's the standard right yeah i would assume so and then you got like the other things that are more accessible like elijah craig toasted barrel Mm -hmm. you got mictors has a lot of toasted 1910 1910 there's a lot of penelope toasted yeah a lot of the big guys and some of the more but these are all true craft right these are all craft places yeah and I honestly think that they're doing a better job. The only other product that I had, have you ever had Peerless Double Oaked? Yeah. I have not had a Peerless anything yet. Okay. No, I've had, yeah. I actually did a Peerless Double Oaked pick with Alves and Jordan. Well, here's the thing. I thought Peerless Double Oaked was a pretty tasty product. Yeah. I thought, like, are they doing a long aging process, too? Is that no, what they're doing? all their stuff's like four to six years, five, six years. I know, but the secondary finish, is it longer oh, or not? I, I don't know about that. I just wonder if 13th Colony, and I don't know if Rebecca Creek finishes for a long time or not, but it's like I feel like these longer ages and that secondary barrel are are doing a good job, which is the exact opposite of last week, which was the Sagamore Spirit, which was, what, 18 months secondary? Oh. And it was Ooh. 18 months oh, second, secondary. in a second barrel. And it was not good. Mm. Yeah, oh, my so gosh. Anyway, yeah, it was not good. All right. So <laughs> if you have this capability, Anthony, to only drink half of that, drink half of that. Uh, what did you do? Did you, did Just you drink do half something? of that? Steven. That's very good. I know I know what you did. Sippy, you, sippy, halfy, I know, halfy. I know what you did, sir. You've mixed, you've mixed something together, haven't you? Mm-hmm. No? That was good. I actually thoroughly enjoy that. <laughs> do you like it? What did you think? I'm trying to capture what the taste is. That's good. Mm. I lost it. So, so what that last one was is this year's 2023 uh-huh. 13th Colonies Double Oak aerated with my frother. Oh. Oh. So this might give you an idea what it tastes like when it's been open for 30 to 60 days. That did taste different. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it took a lot of that tannic out, a lot of that draw me up metallic super wood out. So... um that is freaking incredible. Yeah. I think if I was to characterize really what's good. going on here is if you have a bottle of this 13th colony, you pop gotta, it open. <laughs> pop it open and leave it. And just leave it. Yeah. Hey, decant it. <laughs> you That's, yeah. Decant a bottle it. Decant it. Well, yeah. well, on bottles like that, I mean, I will literally, I'll, I will take them and uh, pour the whole entire bottle into my big uh, what's that glass thing called up there i've got can you look at that what is that called oh is that like a? is that like a um like you bake with a it's pyrex like, like a what's a pyrex, pyrex glass yeah. yeah what's a pyrex Whatever glass that's called. what's that called so i pour the whole entire bottle into there and then i pour the whole entire bottle back into the original bottle right just to try to get some air in there yep because this was some air on it holy crap this is great that does taste good so kenny would you pass a try or buy <laughs> on this year's 13th colony <laughs> yeah what Double are you doing brother <laughs> before aeration I would still buy a retail, not secondary. After aeration, I'd probably buy it secondary. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I, I really would. I don't think there's really any question here. I mean, I'm just thoroughly impressed at at, at this product. I think that these guys are going to definitely give their big guys a run for their money. 
And I honestly think that the big guys need to pay attention. If you're yeah. going to age two to three years in a secondary barrel and produce something that tastes like BTAC caliber stuff or King of Kentucky caliber stuff, yay, Houston, we got some problems. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Don't right? half it. So here's the thing, man. Yeah. Uh, like the big boys, they could shut all this crap down if they wanted to. Oh, yeah? And when I say that, you've had some premium Heaven Hill yeah. stuff that's yeah. off the record at my house before. Uh-huh. Um, I was talking to one of my buddies today. He was out doing a uh, barrel pick today. Uh-oh. And one of the guys that showed up at the barrel pick is a uh, either the master distiller or blender. I believe it's the distiller for one of the big boys. It's not Donis Todd, my favorite master distiller of all time. Go ahead. And he brought a 16-year, uh, 149 proof. Oh, God. Mash Bill 2 of Buffalo Trace. The drink like it's 110 proof. Wow. That was just, he said, off the charts, literally off the charts. So so the big boys have that capability. Think about Brown Foreman with Coy Hill. Think about Brown Foreman with King of Kentucky each year. The big yeah. boys have the capability of shutting all this down if they choose to. But they just want to keep they the profits. They just want to freaking water it down max and keep the profits and max profits. Oh, you got man. It. And with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Mashup KY. Don't forget to visit our partner, bourbonoutfitter.com. Enter code The Mashup for a special discount. Also, let us know your thoughts on the bottom in the comment section. Until next time, keep it neat.